0: It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, K O N A, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break, down the, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meets in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson.
1: One quarter of this group's population, well, they don't plan on doing this ever.
2: And a question I often ask myself is, what is going on with people today? But first,
0: give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610.
1: It is the bottom line news radio 610 KONA, hour number two on your Tuesday afternoon, 547 1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, Robin Ed here. You can get involved uh, also via email 610 KONA.com and on Twitter at bottomline610, where our poll question for today is Ross Perot, the Texas billionaire who ran for president as an independent in 1992 and 96, passed away today at the age of 89. Did Perot's runs pave the way for Donald Trump's election in 2016? And Dean and Kennewick shot us an email, said, I worked for people like Perot when I was a teenager and a young man, and my great-grandfathers and grandfathers were the same type. They ran successful businesses and raised families during the Depression. After the Depression, they thrived. Looking back on the years prior to the Depression, I see a lot of similarities with today. My basic conclusion is that we need a major stress of at least the strength of the Depression to thin out the diseased and dead wood, in our population. Thanks for the email, Dean. We appreciate it. Um, our poll question from yesterday, by the way, Ed. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Should the city of Richland consider renaming Lee Boulevard? Yeah. We had three responses. 7%. Well, no, we had three options. Three we did have three responses. That
2: sounds like that we only had three votes. Yes, we had three options. Options, yes.
1: 7% said, huh?
2: <laughs> okay. Good.
1: Nine percent said yes. They sh- it should be changed. Yes. Okay. Eighty four percent said no. Eighty four
2: percent said no. I always find the breakdowns interesting. And we had a lot of votes, uh, you know, in this time too. So it was a, it was a good sample size. But the yes and the huh were neck and neck.
0: <laughs>
1: Like what are you talking about? Yes, definitely. What? What do you what? What do you mean? <laughs> so the president uh, lost a court
2: case. Oh, did uh, did it come from? No, Bob it did, Ferguson it did not
1: come from Bob. Oh, okay, it was not it was not a Fergie instituted uh, lawsuit. Okay, this was from the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, way outside of his area. Yeah, uh, this would be the District of Columbia. Oh, okay. Uh, They came down unanimously against the president saying he cannot block access to his Twitter account for users who criticize or disagree with his views. Mm. Uh, The Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University, on behalf of seven individuals that the president blocked after they criticized his policies, were the filers of the lawsuit. Uh, the appeals court upheld a May ruling of lat from last year by a lower court judge. Now the argument was over the president's personal Twitter account. Okay,
2: so not the the one the the, the POTUS or yes, the, not the, the POTUS, White
1: House or right. anything like that. Now the quote from the majority decision issued by Circuit Judge Barrington Parker. Said the First Amendment does not permit a public official who utilizes a social media account for all manner of official purposes to exclude persons from an otherwise open online dialogue because they expressed views with which the official disagrees. So basically what they've said in that ruling is the president, because he used his personal Twitter account to conduct official business, I see. Okay. now says that that account. Is open and fair in, in the same way as the POTUS account. Got it. Okay. So if he would have not discussed policy or anything right. like that or made presidential decrees or declarations. On his personal. On one. his personal account. Yeah. Then he would have been fine. Mm, okay. But because. I, I see that. That makes sense. Exactly. And, 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 and the president is not going to win an appeal on this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's just not going to. I mean, the spokesperson for the DOJ said we're disappointed in exploring possible next steps. But you again, when you cross that line from your private account into the public domain, you're not going to win that lawsuit. No. But what it has done, interestingly enough, is it has paved the way for a group of people to file a lawsuit against Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Why her? Because she has blocked users on Twitter, on her account, based on their personal viewpoints. I would imagine
2: there's probably every member of the Senate and the House has probably done this. And you know why? But, But seriously, you know why? Because... The the law the 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 politicians themselves
1: don't control their own Twitter official accounts. Twitter accounts. Right. Now, keep in mind, Jay Inslee has two separate Twitter accounts. That's right. He has one that's the governor. Right. And he has one that's, that's Jay Inslee. That's right. So if you are a politician that does have two of those, you need to be very careful mm-hmm. on how you use them yeah no, you're absolutely right. Many lawmakers, if you notice their their Twitter handles, all designate their position mm-hmm. and they are their official Twitter accounts. That's right um, More often than not, when you look at those, they have a little statement in their profile that says any tweets posted by official have their initials after them. That's it's usually the way, yes. Because most often than not, it's staff that's using it as outreach to their constituency.
2: That's right. Communications people, interns, what have you.
1: Exactly. And you. one of the things that you see very frequently, or I should say one of the things you don't see, are comments being taken off, people being blocked on those accounts because they're official accounts and yeah. they've been opened up yeah. to be used for government business. Yeah, you don't want to run into a censorship issue. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 k one eight. Your name, where are you calling from? Rock from Richland. What's on your mind? Well, I was going to say, does that go for um, reporters and stuff like that, too? Because they're doing that. I've been blocked by I don't know how many of them that sit there and tell their you know personal opinion. If I say something against it, they've blocked me. That opens it up for that, too, doesn't it? It doesn't because they're not government employees. That's right. They're not federally elected officials, and as, that's
2: as much as people think. You know, it's yeah, a state-run media. Of, <laughs> yeah, some of them might
1: be. Um, it's it's not because they are not elected officials, and that's the crux of the decision that came down from the the uh, second district court is that because the president used his personal account. Mm-hmm to conduct government business and talk about policy yeah. and talk about positions that it makes it fair game a reporter is still considered an individual a private citizen and therefore still has the ability to block people remove comments and so on and so forth same thing with an actor mm-hmm. same thing with anybody who may have Athletes. a high, yeah mm-hmm. and they may have a high public profile but they are not elected representatives, so it would be the same if Mayor Bob Thompson, who just had his run-in last week, if he used a Twitter account that says Mayor Bob Thompson and talked about issues in the city of Richland that the city council was dealing with, he couldn't block anybody from that if they made a comment about his DUI, Yeah, because he's opened that up for public use. And it'd be the same thing if it was his personal Twitter. True. And he talked about city council business. You've just crossed that line into um into the into the blurring of that public private realm to where you've discussed official government business and so therefore you now can't block people because you've you've opened that up. In five four seven one six ten if you'd like to join the conversation.
2: I think We've reached a point with social media use, and uh, certainly the president has helped take that to the next level because he uses it all the time. But, you know, w- when politicians first started using social media, there were a lot of questions. You know, where do we draw the line? And, you know, what ha- what if, uh, you know, an elected official uses their personal account, but says something along the lines of their job, well, we now have some standards in place that it's a lot more cut and dry. If you are an elected official and you uh, tweet or post on Facebook something related to your job as an elected official, it's fair game. And if you block anybody from that, you stand to
1: Run afoul of the law. Now, there was an option, believe it or not, that was proposed to the president that he and other elected officials could use regarding um, the handling of individuals on their Twitter profile that they don't particularly care for. Um, U.S. District Judge Naomi Reese Buckwalt suggested that he could mute users so that he wouldn't be able to see their responses but they would be able to see the president's tweets mhm so you could have someone that can't that you won't see the negative that they post but they will still be able to comment on your posts you just won't see them right um so on the heels of this uh you could see a multiple-person lawsuit, in fact, an individual uh, has said he has talked to a lawyer and will be filing a lawsuit against Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, what our last caller mentioned about journalists, they're also protected under this in the regards, in the regard that if a journalist is blocked by the president, they can sue. Yeah. Because they are a private citizen. Right. And so an elected official can't block a journalist, which Ocasio-Cortez has done as well as block journalists. So it's, it's very interesting that this case comes down today in light of how... Much people have talked about the negativity on social media and the divisiveness in the political system. Now candidates have one method and one method only of shielding themselves and that is by hitting the mute button which still protects someone's first amendment ability to be able to make a comment. Back with more of the bottom line news radio
0: 610k 1A after this. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now back to the show. Presented by McCarry Meets at Basin City. This hour
2: also brought to you in part by Perfection Tire for Tri-Cities locations to serve you.
1: Bottom line news Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you want to get involved, I remind you our poll question today. Ross Perot, the Texas billionaire who ran for president as an independent in ninety-two and ninety-six. Passed away today at the age of 89. Did Perot's runs pave the way for Donald Trump's election in 2016? Speaking of the president, he got a little bit of bad news today. As the second U.S. District Federal Court uh, said that his personal Twitter is fair game because he uses it for government business. And so, therefore, he does not have the ability to block people from his Twitter page, if he doesn't like what they have to say. Uh, on the heels of that ruling, an individual has announced that he is planning on filing a lawsuit against New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio Cortez for blocking him from her Twitter page. Uh, and a number of conservative journalists have been blocked from her page. So I would imagine that they will be getting involved in that lawsuit as well. But with with
2: as partisan, the politics and, you know, the the, where the public sits, where the media sits, I would imagine there's quite a few instances of that very thing. If you dug around, you might see a lot of
1: potential lawsuits, don't you think? You know, I don't know that. And the reason why I say it is with the president, I mean, again, there, there are some things that people who are very astute in, in the political game know or understand what kind of a headache could be caused by doing certain things. Okay? And again, remember, as we said earlier, the majority of the Twitter accounts for elected representatives, especially in Washington, D.C., aren't even run by them. It's run by a digital staff. So it's the digital staff that they may not even read the comments. They may not even care about the comments. It's more the matter of putting out the message on social media than it is, you know, worrying about who's saying what and commenting on what. They'll leave that to the masses to argue and fight over the tweet that they just posted. The president is interactive on Twitter. That's true. And so he does kind of get involved from time to time in, 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 in those phrase. And so as a result, especially when you're talking about doing White House business on your Twitter page, that's why he lost the ruling. And that's why Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will lose the lawsuit against her as well. Now, if she doesn't, then you've got a real problem here. You, as the court, need to explain why a congressperson who is also elected to the federal level by constituents has the ability to block people, and another federally elected official does not. That would pose a real problem for the second court. Because in which case, whoever the higher court would be, if they appeal would immediately look at that ruling and go, you need to reexamine this, or we're going to rule against your ruling and say that he can do this. So now that that door has been opened, every elected official has now been put on notice regarding social media accounts. And I'm sure it expands beyond Twitter. It goes Probably. to Facebook. It yeah. goes to Instagram. All, it goes all, to platforms. Snapchat, all of those platforms. It extends to. It is a social media blanket ruling. So any elected official now does not have the power to block anyone, be they a constituent or not, from commenting on their page. And if you use it in that regard, be prepared for what comes along with it. Yeah.
2: As simple as that. And it's a fair ruling.
1: I mean, it 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 really is. is. It's a fair ruling.
2: It is. You know, it, and we've talked about similar things on this show before. You don't have the right to go attack people on their personal Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. And, you know, but if you are an elected official representing the people of city, county, state, country, whatever, and you start engaging people from a position of your employment ie policy issues whatever then you open it up yeah you you really do and I I think that that's a that's a fair ruling you keep the two separate different story and 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 you brought up Jay Inslee and I I, I will say this if you and I've done this if you go to his personal email or personal um, Twitter account he says a lot of things that are a little bit more inflammatory, uh, like towards the president, mm-hmm. uh, because he's he on that account, he is in the position of running for president. He doesn't he, he tempers his words a little bit more when he's on the governor of the state of Washington account. So he gets it or, or his people get it that there is that separation. You don't want to open yourself up.
1: Right. And the other part, too, is those protections that are still in place regarding doxing, um, you know, threats, things like that. Those are all still in place. All it says is you can't block somebody just because they say they don't agree with your immigration policy
2: going to take a time out this is the bottom line news radio 610 kona 547 1610 if you'd like to join the program via phone you can go to the website 610kona.com go to the bottom line page and you can send us an email uh, by uh, that method plenty more to talk about so don't go anywhere
0: Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Back to the Bottom Line with Rob and Ed, presented by McCary Meets in Basin City on News Radio 610. K O N A.
2: This hour also brought to you in part by Ben Franklin Transit, going new
1: places. You can visit them at BFT.org. You know, every once in a while, Ed, we see some signs, causing us to wonder if the apocalypse is is upon us or not. And yeah. um, you know, I thought maybe it was a, a little bit of an anomaly, but we also, I, I believe, it was put to his best in that that cinematic classic, Forrest Gump, with the line, "Stupid is stupid does." You remember? course you do it was your donkey of shame rider last week Mm -hmm. the woman who opened up a container of ice cream licked it put the lid back on and put it back in the freezer yeah okay yeah they caught her by the way yeah they did catch her since then we apparently have had a rash of individuals who want to walk into the supermarket or in a restaurant and decide to share their bodily fluids with products that have yet to be purchased.
2: Don't say it. We have a serial copycat liquor on our hands? More than
1: that. Oh, gross. We had a guy who was arrested in a pizza place for spitting all over a customer's pizza. We have another individual who has gone viral. In fact, we even posted it on our Twitter page, Bottom Line 610, of a guy opening up a gallon of Arizona iced tea and spitting it. Oh. And then putting the cap back on and putting it back on the shelf. Ugh. Let me be the first to offer this public service announcement to our audience. Since we have a rash of ignorant, disgusting, vile human beings running around, we don't know where they all are, but I'm sure there may be... a. Maybe a couple of people in our community that find this type of behavior funny. Always check the seals of what you purchase to make sure that they are intact. And if they are not intact, take the product up to the customer service desk and let them know that this is open. That way, nobody will buy it and they will send it back and get reimbursed for the product because it, was, it would be considered defective at that point in time. Uh, It also helps your local stores avoid something called shrink, and it helps keep their bottom line a little bit closer to where it's supposed to be. Um, I'm not a germaphobe, but I think I'm quickly moving into that camp. Yeah, that's gross. that's, That's beyond. Now, also, if you happen to see an individual that may potentially be contaminating something or... Looks like they may be thinking about contaminating something. Contact someone inside the store and make them aware of the individual. Yeah, and then they can go check and see if it has been tampered with. And if it is, guess what? That's a crime. And then post it on social. media. And (laughs) then post them getting arrested on social media because you got to do that, right? Absolutely. Then post them getting arrested on social media for please do that That, for tampering with the product. But the piece de resistance. Oh,
2: God, there's more.
1: A 66-year-old woman. Oh, no. In Florida. Of course. Was arrested after putting her unwashed hands in ice cream at an ice cream parlor. She spit in the ice cream and also relieved herself in a bucket used to make... The ice cream. Wait a minute. Did she work there or was she a customer? No.
2: How did she get access to these She's places? the owner of a
1: rival ice
2: cream shop. Oh my goodness.
1: She did it's come this to this. Over the course of 3 days.
2: Oh, so she it was she was all ninja ninja style. She she snuck in. She might have been contaminated everything.
1: She she might have been the dirty OG. Oh. I mean, it's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, she did it over the course of three days. She could have started this whole thing. Oh, my gosh. But uh, according to police, she used the bathroom with the door open five times and didn't wash her hands before going into the freezer, opening ice cream containers, and then putting her hands in them. At the rival place, right?
2: Yes. How did she get into it? I don't know. I mean... Seriously, if you worked at that location, how do you let your rival have the access to
1: your stuff like that? I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't get I it. I don't know. Now, one report doesn't say for sure what she was. Another report that I saw said that she was the owner of a, of a rival shop. She also apparently went on a gold mining expedition oh. and, put, oh. and put that in the ice cream here's the kicker oh, okay how, how is there even more the ice cream shop had to get rid of two thousand dollars worth of product y- I to think public so. safety by the way after she relieved herself in that bucket she dumped it into the sink that had cleaning utensils in it was she
2: arrested oh yeah she was okay. arrested she was
1: arrested but here's she,
2: where it, she she needs to like at least reimburse that the rival ice cream I, stand, I'm sure whatever. there'll be
1: restitution but here's the Here's the cherry on the Sunday. <laughs> Are you sure it's a cherry? The way the way this story is going? Okay. You, you, <laughs> this is at the very tip top. Okay? okay, all
2: right. Go ahead.
1: She was not under the influence of drugs or alcohol and has no mental health issues. Well, this would be an easy case. This is a conscious decision being made by this
2: senior citizen. I'm going to guess... That she was losing that rivalry it's with the competitor, possible. that she had just had enough of the other guys beating her in the ice cream business
1: in Florida. She was arrested for tampering and criminal mischief. Now, think about this for a second, okay? I can tell you right now that when I was a kid, if I would have picked anything up of a, off, off of a store shelf, the back of my hand would have been red. That's not yeah. yours. Don't touch it. Right. Put that back. That's not yours. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I would have done anything close to nearly that disgusting, I would have been grounded probably still.
2: Here's the thing, though. In in the two other cases, the, the my donkey of shame last week and the other, they were younger people. They were millennial-ish age people who we know have issues. But this was in, what you say, in her 60s? 66!
1: What's her problem? We don't, again, maybe she was just upset that she was losing the battle. I don't know. But she did this over the course of three. First of all, the fact that nobody caught her after day one is kind of shocking. I'm serious. How do
2: you how do you how do you let her? How does she gain that much access to do all those things over days? I seriously. Well, well,
1: not to mention, I mean, this is something. This is a time consuming process. This isn't like a hit and run. No, this is like going into the freezer and putting your fingers in all the ice cream. If
2: she had done one of those things in a random act. Okay, maybe you don't stop her from doing it. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
1: Oh, Sparky again from Humatilla.
2: Hi Sparky, what's up?
1: Hey, I got a theory that 10% of the people ruin it for the other 90%, uh whether it's texting on uh, while driving or licking ice cream or <laughs> or whatever. You know, I mean, it, uh, it's, it's ridiculous what's going on in this, this, this country anymore. Oh, and by the way, I don't hardly shake hands with anybody anymore because I've seen how many men come out of the restroom and they don't even rinse their hands off. I do the knuckle bust. There we you go. Do the, we do the knuckle bust thing, and that's that's it. That's all they get. Hey, you guys take care. Thanks for the call, Sparky. Appreciate it. But but seriously, the larger... The
2: president carries around a, a tanker full of Purell, I think.
1: Who's... Yes. But But the larger question here is this. What is wrong with people? How does it enter a human being's mind to look at something on a shelf and go, you know what? I'm just... I'm becoming overwhelmed with the sense to put my own bodily fluids in this jar and let's see if somebody – you're not going to know what the outcome is. You're not going to know if anybody buys it. You're not going to know if your little your little thing here comes to any kind of an end or a conclusion. What makes you even think in the first place that this is a good
2: idea? Are and apparently wrong? in her right mind, I mean, she wasn't drunk or high no. or – but has a just, mental disability? Well, I guess not, that's in question. Not but... just
1: her, a hit and run in a supermarket. Yeah, right. I mean, what is wrong with people? I don't know. That, have we really, I mean, we, we hear people talk about the, you know, the moral compass of the country and things like that. This is beyond a moral compass. You are outright turning around and sabotaging a product in the hopes that some innocent person comes by, buys it and ingests your bodily fluid and either thinks
2: they'll never catch me or I don't care if I get caught. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Michelle from Kennewick. Hi, Michelle. What's up? I have a friend that's a germaphobe, so we would go out and have coffee, so I would, like, lick my finger and stick it in her coffee. That's one thing. We know each other. But I don't know how you can say that this woman that, Went after her
1: competitor, didn't have a mental issue. I think that's a mental issue. I'm pretty sure that's a mental issue. Oh, no, no. no, no I, I don't disagree with you at all, Michelle, that that is definitely a mental issue. She does not have a history of mental problems, yeah. according
2: to the police. She's just undiagnosed, <laughs>
1: She's just, she's, just, she's just undiagnosed for villainy, I suppose. Oh. Um but y- y- you can't yeah. even say kids today on that one. Dude. No. Elderly citizens
2: today. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Maybe 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 we need to begin a testing process here to see what's what's remaining, but I mean you just don't do that stuff. Period.
0: Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA. Presented by McCari Nates in Basin City.
2: This hour also brought to you in part by Bunch Finnegan Appliance and TV. Special savings on KitchenAid appliances and packages. You just stop by Nine East Columbia Drive in Kennewick.
1: You know where they always look better at? Where's that? They always look better. In a new house. Aha, uh-huh, yes. And if you are in the market for a new home, thinking about putting yours on the market, let me tell you right now, you need to go to this website, jennifermons.com. It's M-O-N-D-S dot com. Jennifer has plenty of houses on her website that you can choose from. And, of course, you're not limited to the houses that she's got. If you see any house that you're thinking about and you're going, you know what, i like some more information on that one, you can get a hold of Jennifer and she'll be able to guide you through the process. She'll be able to guide you through the selling process, the buying process, and even the moving process because she's done that a heck of a lot. So any question you've got regarding buying, selling, or moving, Jennifer will be able to answer for you, and she will take the lead on everything that you need to do regarding the buying and selling process. Give her a call. Check our website, jennifermons.com, M-O-N-D-S dot com, and use Jennifer as your conduit to your new home today. Sounds good to me.
2: 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us, too, uh, by going to the website, 610KONA.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question, or comment. You can also take part in our poll question at Bottom Line 610 that's our Twitter page for the uh, program, talking about uh, the passing of one H. Ross
1: Perot earlier mm-hmm. today. And Ross Perot, of course, uh, ran as an independent in 1992 and 1996. Uh, our poll question asks simply, did he pave the way for Donald Trump to get elected in 2016. You know, Perot was the first one to make the correlation between business and government and how they should be run in a similar fashion. Um, You know, I find it very interesting how many um, comparisons are being made in that regard today when Ross Perot, after his second attempt, which Wasn't nearly as successful as his first attempt was pretty much summarily dismissed as a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really thought he wasn't really thought of as someone who had a major impact on the political landscape. But, you know, 19 percent of the vote in 1992, one fifth of the vote of of the registered voter base voted for Ross Perot, that tells you that he had an impact and that those people that bought what Ross Perot was selling that believed similarly that the government should be run as a business, I'd be very interested in seeing how many of those people, and there's no way we would ever find it out, but I would find it to be interesting the percentage of people that were still alive and voted when Ross Perot ran in 1992, voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what that percentage was. We'd never be able to find out, but you know, Perot did start a mini movement and you started to see, and he didn't start it based on any party. He didn't affiliate with, with a third party like Ron Paul did. Um, Though I, I think it's fair to say that the renewed interest in third parties that came into vogue in the early 2000s could also uh, bear some lineage from Ross Perot because he got people to think outside of that box.
2: Well, he was he was a true independent candidate, you know. Uh, even Donald Trump had an independent viewpoint because he was using his own money and he thought a little bit differently than some of the other Republican candidates. He still ran as a Republican and Ross Perot was a true independent and not like a Bernie Sanders that puts an I next to his name when it's convenient for him, um, you know, running as a Democrat, but is an independent Senator from Vermont, you know, all that nonsense. Ross Perot from the beginning was an independent and did he cut into the uh, the Republican voter base yeah because he had a lot of the same conservative ideology as uh the elder George Bush had but he you know he he stuck an eye next to his name he was he hitched his wagon to that independent voter base and and you know, wasn't beholden to the R's or the D's, put his own money up on it and and, you know, let her let her roll. And, and he he got 19 percent, which
1: mm-hmm. I, it is astounding. Really, it is. You know, and I can't help but wonder if. Trump looked at what Ross, what Ross Perot's approach was, because there were a couple things that he borrowed from Ross Perot. You know, the self-funding of the campaign, um, talking about the jobs that were leaving the country. Now, the economy was not in as good a shape when Trump ran as when Ross Perot ran. But if you really dive in and, and, and pull the similarities, there were quite a few. Ross Perot made made some comments regarding the. The makeup of Washington, D.C., and how it seemed to be a a very, um, very collegial association. He didn't use the term swamp or drain the swamp, but there was that implication. There was absolutely that implication that there was a very, uh, that everything ran in a circle in Washington, D.C.
2: And he also made reference to the fact that the United States, job wise, was not competitive or wasn't on the same footing as other countries. Again, the, the famous giant sucking sound. Well, that yep. was the sound of jobs leaving the United States for places like China and elsewhere, which eventually they ended
1: up. You know, it's it's just there's a lot of similarities there. And um, it'd be very interesting to find and see if Ross Perot was ever asked about Donald Trump while he was on the campaign trail, what his thoughts were or would have been regarding him. But that'll do it for the bottom line. Tuesday afternoon, Afternoon Report is coming up next.